0: Hey everyone, so uh, we're doing things a little bit differently this week. We originally were planning on having Christian from the All-American CFC on uh, just for a quick discussion on Transfer Rumors, but we were just having such a good time that we ended up talking for over 40 minutes. So uh, we just decided to release that discussion as a completely separate episode, Uh, call it a Transfer Rumor special. So... If it sounds weird that Zach starts off the podcast by saying, let's move on to transfer rumors, it's uh, because we were supposed to be including that into our normal episode, which is up as well. So two episodes this week. I I know all of our fans missed us during this break. So please indulge yourself in two episodes of the Romans Empire podcast. Here's Zach.
1: So uh, let's move on to transfers and just move things along here. So we actually wanted to hear another American's perspective on not just uh, the Pulisic transfer that we're going to get into, but on all of the transfer rumors going on right now. So what better person to invite than Mr. uh, All-American Christian? Christian, glad to have you on here, buddy. Not Christian at, Pulisic. What um. up? What up? What up? <laughs> yeah. See, that, as Sam said, it's not it's it's not Christian Pulisic, but we got a Christian. So I I mean I guess that's good enough considering that hey. we're a you know a, a, a pretty small scale podcast, and our podcast is actually crap too. So we're lucky there, we even found a Christian. But there isn't there all. isn't
0: a better podcast to talk about this than an American one because it's our American boy. You know,
1: it is our American boy. Our golden boy. What's...
2: Yo, so, like, go for it. Go for it.
1: So I mean, uh, Andres, I'll, I guess I'll just kick it off here. I mean, I'm fucking stoked for this move. Unlike a lot of the Chelsea faithful over, overseas, so um, I'm I'm excited for this. What do you think? Is it a good fee? Is it a good price? Is it a good number? Or
3: oh man, I think we I think he's great signing. I think we I think Dortmund got the better of us with the price and getting to keep him for six months, but. I'm stoked, man! A right winger who fits what Sorry is looking for, and a player that I, I, it's it's awesome. I'm excited for for what he can bring on to the table next season.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess the main thing with him is that he's not necessarily, and I guess this is a big uh, a big misconception with Chelsea fans. He's not necessarily the most traditional winger of all time, right? Um, he's sort of like, dare I say it, Eden Hazard, where. He plays more of a – he's kind of more inverted as opposed to sticking all the way out to the sidelines and playing wide. He's almost kind of like a pseudo number 10. I mean he, his his strengths are turning with the ball, running at defenders. He has a, he has a great eye for an assist. Um, and like I said, his playing style is very similar to Hazard, that low center of gravity, very shifty. He's not flashy. He's not one for stepovers and pullbacks and whatnot. But he is very shifty, and, and he could get around the pitch. Christian, what do you think of this move? I um I think it's I'm I'm very
2: optimistic on the move. I look at it uh two ways on the pitch and off the pitch. On the pitch, we're getting a 20 year old right winger who's very direct. You guys are exactly right. He's more he's more Eden Hazard than he is William. William likes to he's a more he's Brazilian he's flashier, so he likes to slow up the play. Christian Pulisic is very direct. He like and he also like he gets a bunch of assists. So, you guys are exactly right. Now, who knows how good he can be? He doesn't even know how good he can be. I am. I I'm more inclined to believe he 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 can be good to great than he is closer to being bad mm-hmm. to not coming through. Um, off the pitch, I look at it as an excellent signing for uh, Chelsea Football Club. They have an opportunity to capture the American market share for fifty eight million dollars. who you know, like even if he turns out to be just a backup, they captured the American market for fifty eight million dollars. For a fifty eight million dollar investment, they got, you know, tons of fans in the United States. So I, I, I've I've very much I like the move on the pitch, I absolutely love the move off the pitch um, as a business move. Uh, I think, you know, we shall see. The only time will tell, but I'm optimistic for the move. And, hey, look, anytime an American named Christian can play <laughs> for <laughs> for Chelsea football club, I'm always down for that,
0: you know? So I, I'm very optimistic. I, th- I think the big uh, question about how good he's going to be Is um, kind of what Chelsea fans are kind of hoping for could be an Eden Hazard replacement because obviously just the rumors that's been going around for the past year or so. I think most Chelsea fans are just a little bit self conscious and afraid and just kind of accepting of Hazard leaving eventually. Um, Andreas, I want to hear hear what you have to think first, and then uh, Christian, you can you can go ahead and answer, but. What do you think? you think he's uh, qualified to be an Eden Hazard replacement if he ends up leaving at the end of the season?
3: I don't think he'll be Hazard's replacement. I think that we have the Hazard replacement already on the Chelsea team. He just needs a couple more years to get that confidence and that kind of ego in Hudson-Odoi. But like Christian said, I think Pulisic brings a directness to the right side of our attack. I think one thing that's underestimated is how good Pulisic is in those early crosses. I mean, Bashoi had a time at Dortmund because of those balls that Pulisic was playing. So I see it as when Hazard leaves, I think the big guy that Chelsea's going to focus on, whether it's marketing, whether who they're going to build a team around, is going to be Hudson-Odoi because we haven't had a British player be the main focus of this team since the old guard left. And I think this is the perfect time to do so, whether Eden stays for five more years or two years, whatever. I really hope it's not just till the summer. But I, that's that's my take. I think Pulisic will be kind of like second tandem, whether it's to Hazard or eventually to Cho.
1: You know, something that's interesting about this is is the initial outburst of displeasure on 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 Chelsea Twitter. For the most part, I mean, of course, he had the American fans who are excited for this, but there's a reason why. American fans are excited for Pulisic. I mean, we've been watching him. Um, we, we, we watched him last year, especially on a team, a, a U.S. national team, that although they didn't make the World Cup, towards the second half of that qualification campaign, the team was built around Pulisic. I mean, he was basically playing behind the striker in the number 10 role, and he, he did a job for us. I mean, l- let's put it that way. We basically had no hope all over the pitch, and we put all our eggs in Pulisic's basket, and he almost single-handedly willed us, Um, to uh, a World Cup berth. But unfortunately, I mean, we all know how that wound up. But I mean, I guess the point I'm trying to make is, yes, I don't think he is a hazard replacement. But if the team, if he fits a certain system, he could definitely carry a huge workload on his shoulders. And that's saying something for someone that's only 20 years old. Yes, he did get benched by Jaden Sancho this year. um, But (laughs) Jaden Sancho isn't a mug either. I mean, I I think we could all agree and say that, and he's probably the most impressive young talent that burst on the scene this season, um, probably since Mbappe. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's not a big deal that he got benched. For me, it doesn't really bother me. A lot of Chelsea fans going out and saying, oh, he's not worth it. He, he can't even get into the first team. Look, you got to give the kid time. He got he has to get used to this system. There is no doubt in my mind that this Sarismo style of play, where it's possession, quick, short passing, and working in tight spaces. There's n- no doubt in my mind that that suits Pulisic's game um so you know it's something to look forward to I'm just really bummed that we had to wait um obviously it's understandable why he wanted to stay at Dortmund but you know going into next year I I think we could all agree on whose jersey we're getting
0: yeah that's without a doubt I'm, I'm I'm copping a Pulisic jersey the second it comes out
1: Oh yeah,
3: um, I'm crossing a... my fingers that he'll be number 22 because that would only mean something for the other number 22. So, <laughs> hey, you nah, know I'm what? Definitely i definitely get jersey. <laughs> I bet
1: Christian. I bet Christian. Uh, you you probably hope that he winds up putting his first name on a jersey, huh? <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I kind of. That would be the of... <laughs> best thing ever. <laughs> that would be the
2: best thing ever. I um, I I look. I actually no. There's almost zero uh players on professional players on earth that have my last name so i kind of like have rationalized (laughs) in my mind i'm like well i'll just get jerseys for guys who have my first name so like ronaldo and now christian pulisic i'm like yo and it's gonna be a chelsea jersey it's gonna be fired fired (laughs) it's perfect perfect i love it like i said an american name christian playing on my favorite squad I'm good. I'm happy.
0: <laughs> I think after the initial excitement of getting him, just because of, of course, the American connection, um, I kind of looked, I stepped back a little bit, and I was like, okay, I mean, this is this is something that is just adding to a position that we already have an influx in. And it kind of gave me, um, made me a little bit worried about Cho, obviously, um, with the reports of Bayern being very interested, submitting a third bid last week of $30 million. um. You know, there, there. I think throughout the week, I was going back and forth, and most Chelsea fans are going back and forth: is Cho leaving? Is does this? Is does this Christian Pulisic move? Is that a sign that he's gone? Um, and you know, he he he, he had a really really great match um, against Nottingham Forest. So, um, you know that that was also just an, an amazing uncapped to the end of this week. Um, and sorry also had some very interesting quotes. Uh, prior to that match, he said he's ready. I think, of course. We're gonna have very important players in the same position. I can play with only two wingers, but now he is ready. Um, so pretty much, he's saying that he he's views Cho, Willian, and Pedro all on the same level. Um, so you know, this is this is some news that I think a lot of Chelsea fans were kind of hoping for, and um, it's starting to come into fruition. He's uh, encouraging Cho to stay, thinking that you know it would be a great future with him. You know, staying here for an English team and playing with the national team of course um there was also this, there is this great quote um in the, in the evening standard article uh, it said it's important because if you have 5 to 6 players from the academy you can have soul you can have a soul more than if you have just have 25 foreign players and i agree with that so much um but you know uh yes yeah, so that was a, that was a sorry quote of course but um you know with all that being said, the Cho transfer saga it continues. Christian, I want to hear what you have to say about the situation. Whether um you're, I, I haven't he- heard your take on whether you want Cho in or out. Or I mean, I'm I'm assuming you want him in, but um you can go yeah, ahead no, and explain what you how you feel.
2: I absolutely want him in. Um. I I I really hope like ultimately what well, this is what I hope. I hope he stays, but I really hope that. Chelsea have a plan Um, I've always Criticized the board for a lack of plan So if Chelsea, the board Everybody involved, you know, sits the man Down and says, look We have Christian Pulisic for the right We have Eden Hazard on the left right now After Hazard moves on Whether it's today Or three years, four years from now You're going to be 20, 21, 22 Years old, and you'll be you know, Manning, the left-hand side, the new face of the club, you are the guy, the face of England. You're the guy. Um, and we purposely bought a right-winger, young right-winger, so the both of you guys can grow together. Um, and that's what I hope that the club is planning on. And that's what I hope that Callum Hudson-Odoi um, sees. I-, I really believe that this dude is special, man. This dude is special. Uh, he is an athlete. He is a baller, he is special, and he's only eighteen years old. Eighteen years old. The amount of growth that is still left in this kid is unbelievable. And I just hope that we he, 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 he's able to fulfill his potential in a Chelsea uh in a Chelsea kit because it's gonna be painful as hell. If five, six, seven years from now this kid is lighting the world on fire, a uh, finalist for the Ballon d'Or, and we're gonna be like, damn it, we had one, we had one. And the thing and is, we we, we
0: we already know that Cho, he, we we after offering him that five-year extension over the um, over the off-season and him rejecting it and saying that he'd only uh, agree to sign long-term if he played more and uh, started more, and you know that hasn't happened this season yet. Um, So, obviously, this is another thing that we have to think about. Um, Andreas, I want to hear what you have to think. Do you think Cho will take the bait and leave for Bayern or take the bait from Sorry and uh, (laughs) think that he's going to get a lot more playing time?
3: Oh, man. So, I'm going to play devil's advocate here and and feed my fears. And I'm just going to say that these quotes just feel like we're backtracking because of the recent injuries that have gone to both Willie and Pedro and now Lotus cheek. I think, what was it, like 10 days ago, Sorry, was just saying that Cho needed more work and patience and the fans needed to relax. Now, after Byron's approaches, our injury record, here he is now saying, oh, yeah, he's ready. He's ready to play. Obviously, he proved it in force, which makes me really happy, and I'm on board to have him here. I just hope that this is actual, you know, sincere quotes. Like, I will be the most upset fan if come tomorrow, Cho's not starting against Tottenham. I know it's not likely, but the point I'm trying to make is I hope that they, these are sincere quotes and these aren't just like to feed, you know, to calm people down. I know that Chelsea technically have the power because we don't have to sell Cho right now. He doesn't, his contract doesn't expire till the end of 2020. But I think that this could be the turn of a page and where, you know, Saris like, man, I can trust this guy even on the right side. Um, he brought something different to the game than Pedro or William have ever brought. So maybe I need to let this kid get a couple more goes. And and with that, he'll improve, kind of like he did with RLC. So I'm hoping that these are sincere quotes because otherwise we are not only going to be screwing it, it up for Cho at Chelsea, but for a lot of other future prospects.
1: Uh, here, here's where – where I kind of stand on this whole thing. I, Maurizio Osari's always been pretty honest in press conferences. Um, we haven't really seen him blow steam up anyone's ass just to kind of like light a fire under them. And he's usually very blunt with what he has to say. And and he's quite honest. I mean, you, you go back to Ruben Loftus-Cheek, um, Maurizio Osari mentioning the defensive phase and how he had to improve there earlier on in the season. And eventually he did improve there and, and he started seeing more playing time as a result. And I mean, now it's now we're kind of kicking ourselves that he's injured. You know, it's it's he, the same exact... He said the same exact thing about Callum Hudson-Odoi now. And, you know, before it was that whole defensive phase thing and how he, you know, h- how he struggled transitioning to defense and he wasn't doing exactly what Sarri wanted. And now Sarri has seemed to get... Uh, to, to give him a little vote of confidence. You know, he did the same thing with Ethan Ampadu as well. I mean, these are all just... I, I have a feeling that Sarri just takes a little bit longer... To uh, to acclimate the youth to his playing style, mainly probably because they're not as experienced. Um, whereas guys like Cesc Fabregas, guys like David Luiz, um, uh, Pedro, Eden Hazard. I mean, the more experienced players on a squad tend to uh, tend to grasp his uh, concept of football better than these younger players. So maybe there is truth to what Sari is saying. I don't think he's lying personally. I think. Callum Hudson Odoi is ready. You look at the match against Nottingham. We really didn't have anything going forward in that match. Started the second half. Once Callum Hudson Odoi stopped passing the ball backwards and started running at defenders, he beats the same guy twice down the right hand side, plays in a cross, and you know, next thing you know, he has two assists to his name. So I, I-, I do think that Sari does realize his potential. I mean, he'd be foolish not to. Obviously, there is a lot of things to work on, but you know, in, in terms of the whole Bayern. Uh, being reportedly interested with all the, you know, with the multiple bids being rejected and whatnot. I mean, you got to put yourself in Callum Hudson-Odoi's shoes. I'm really not as mad at him as a lot of other Chelsea fans are. I mean, if you were in his position 18 years old and you had a mega club like Bayern Munich looking after you and saying, hey, come to us. We'll give you your playing time. We'll give you the number 10 shirt. This team will be yours. Robin and Rebri are going to get phased out. That's, that's, you know, it, 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 it'll it turn someone's head. It'll turn any footballer's head, and that's the bottom line. So I just think we need to get off Callum Hudson-Odoi a little bit um, and and turn our anger a little bit more towards the lack of, uh, a, 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 of a pure footballing mind in Chelsea's hierarchy, a.k.a. a director of football, who could easily have this conversation with Callum and sit him down and say, look, you're 18 years old, you're young, we want to bring you in slowly, but by the time you're 20, 21, you're going to be a first-team player every single night but we don't have anyone that could do that. So yeah, hop off and Adoy's nuts a little <laughs> bit. Um, but, but going back to what Christian said, he is special and, and hopefully he does stay. And if he doesn't, I mean, it's, it's going to spell trouble.
0: The, the real troubling part, is you know, while we're dealing with, you know, worrying about <laughs> losing another young player, we're kind of also met with the reality of losing a seasoned vet in Fabregas once he's leaving for Monaco. Um, a confirmed transfer, reportedly a three-year deal, with a fee around 10 million pounds. So, obviously, Fabricas just a seasoned, um, a seasoned Premier League player, kind of known more for his time uh, at our rival Arsenal. But really, you I won, think one more trophies with us. <laughs> I actually sure. have it. The list in front of me: four trophies at Chelsea, and uh including two Premier League titles, an FA Cup, and a League Cup. Um, and only one FA Cup trophy at Arsenal. Um, his first year with Chelsea um, in that 14-15 title season, he had 18 assists, which was an amazing mark, um, kind of a huge blow to the Arsenal fans. Um, and, you know, th- that 18-assist mark is more assists than Silva, Ozil, and Juan Mata combined in that year. And then um, also in the, in the 2016-17 title season, he racked up twelve assists and only thirteen starts in in sixteen appearances. So, very efficient with that. Um, I'll I'll start off with you, Christian. What what was your favorite memory of Fabregas? And well, how will you remember him?
2: Um, I will remember him as a Chelsea servant uh, to the club, a goddamn professional. Um, his 14, 15 season for me, like. When I think Cesc Fabregas, I think of the play in the 14-15 season with Andre Schurler, where he linked up that play on the right hand side. Oh my God, that that no. right there, I, I will forever have that image in my mind of Cesc Fabregas. Um, and 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 I am sad that that he's going because he is he's such a key player for for Chelsea. Um, and he could be continue being a, a you know, Jorginho's perfect backup, perfect backup, where he's somebody that can control the play, um, that can pass the ball. His passing is perfect. Uh, and I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. The only, uh, now, his transfer does bring up one thing that concerns me uh, with the overall squad, and that is we're losing a homegrown player. And yeah, that's, that's the only thing that really mm-hmm. is like, okay, uh, what what are we going to do here? What are we going to do here? Because we have to keep an eye on um, our homegrown quota. So, But overall, Seth Fabregas, I'm going to miss singing uh, the, his song, uh, Fabregas' Magic. I'm going to miss him at the end of of uh, the 16th, 17th season with his infamous quote on uh, how football is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss the guy, man. I'm going to miss the guy on the pitch. I'm going to miss the guy. I, I really am. I really am. What about you, Zach uh,
1: and Andreas? Christian definitely stole my, uh, <laughs> <the favorite laughs> my Fabregas moment. Dude, that that pass is ridiculous because it was also on a half volley, and he sort of side-footed it, so it like, it had a little bend on it. Just perfect, perfect pass. Um, but you know what? I'm going to pick another one off the top of the head. I remember there was a match against Sunderland. I believe it was a 14-15 season where we must, we must have had one of the most boring matches of football I've ever watched in my life, and I just remember thinking to myself, like, oh, fuck. It's going to be that boring ass, nil-nil draw, typical Chelsea. And Fabregas comes in and, and, and slots in uh it, it was it, it was more of a pass. Like he sort of passed it into the right side of the goal um, at Sunderland, and, and we wound up getting to win that day. But, um, yeah, I mean, what more could you say about the guy? He was easily our best passer on the squad even after we bought Jorginho. Um, I still think that he has a ton left in the tank in in terms of him as a person I think he he's making a good decision um not staying at Chelsea Maurizio Sarri alluded to it he, he he hates to have a player of Fabregas's quality on the bench and unhappy in the squad I think I think Sarri understands um not only the player's personal perspective because he is very sympathetic in that sense but he also understands that it might not be the best thing ever to have Someone like Fabregas, who still has a lot to contribute on the bench, not getting very much playing time, a a, a disgruntled veteran in the locker room is definitely not a good thing to have in any sport. So I think we got him out at a good time. Fantastic servant. Um, If he didn't play for Arsenal, I feel like he'd be a Chelsea legend. Um, But yeah, I mean, farewell to him and and, and best of luck to Monaco. Hopefully he can get him out of that relegation scrap.
3: Yeah, um, well, you guys kind of take in the big ones, but Mm -hmm. I want to say that to me, Fabregas is short of being a Chelsea legend. To me, he's more of a cult hero. Um, Agreed, 100%. 100%, 100%, Didn't stay with us long enough, I feel, long enough tenure to to earn the, the legend. Accolade, he's a Premier League legend, don't get me wrong. The fact that he's only like 11 assists shy of Ryan Giggs is incredible, Especially because he left and played for Barcelona it's for more a couple like, it's years. It's more but... like 50 assists, but... Oh <laughs> uh, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's still so no second. At that's still that no second. Years he was at yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true.
3: You're, you're definitely right. He has 111 assists. That's where I got that number. But <laughs> um, I think the goal you were talking about, Zach, was against QPR. Because I remember him specifically having he the match. He did the
1: same thing at QPR, I remember. Okay,
3: so it was. Okay, so that's the goal I was thinking of because um he had the mask and i remember he completely just threw that and he was just running around like a madman oh, yeah, because he scored awesome. the winner yeah um, those were other, those
1: ugly black kits with yeah, yeah yeah right it looked
3: like those audio bars coming, yeah. through, coming out Ugh. of the waistline God. and uh, the, the other memory that just kind of like sticks with me is he was taking a corner kick and people were singing a song and he just kind of like nodded at them and told them to sing it louder so it's just one of those things like fiberglass was it's crazy that a guy that played for both Arsenal and Barcelona was so loved at Chelsea. Like that's yeah. the thing that's going to stick with me. And then the fact that he was such a pro and we switched over to the three, four, three, and how he took on that super sub role, like a champ. And then even this season, he had to play with 18 year olds bench players. And instead of like moaning and groaning about it, he's like, okay, I'm going to teach these guys like what it means to play at Chelsea at this level. So I think Fabregas has done a lot for this club and I only wish him the best of luck at Monaco. I wish we can just, I hope we we don't play hardball with Monaco and let him go. Apparently we've kind of hit a snag on the road in that deal, but yeah, best of luck to Fabregas, man. What a, what a player.
0: And I think the real reason why he's a legend, he's, he's, he's adjusted so much. I mean, from his time in Arsenal, he was just a do it all midfielder. And then we went to Barcelona more of like a, Uh, false nine role and then now playing you know deep and playing the long balls he's adjusted and it's not because of his athleticism or his 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 you know his strength or anything like that it's just his skill and his mentality so i i really respect him although i don't view him as a chelsea legend i view him as a legend overall um but But
3: before we go on can i mention one more thing that i remember um there was a video that was tagged along with a conte quote where Sesk was against Pedro and William in a cone drill that is set up to do like lateral speed and quickness. And Cesc Fabregas beat both Pedro and William to the to, to finish this drill, <laughs> cone time drill. And Conte came out and said, that's the beautiful thing about Sesk's game. It's not about physical speed, but the fact that his mind is working so much faster than everyone else around him is what made him such a special player. Of course. It-
1: yeah, are, are you talking about that drill on Chelsea TV where they have like the cones and they light up and you have to ta- and you have to tag them? That's
3: uh, no, it's uh, it's he had these like pegs with a cone on top of them and they were shaped kind of like in a. I know cross. exactly the video you're talking yeah. about. Yep. Shaped, yeah. I know exactly yeah. the video you're Me talking too. about. And in the very middle, it's all three, so they're supposed to go get the cone and put it back in the middle section, and they're supposed to do it in their own order. And Fabregas like easily beat Pedro and William, which I thought was hilarious.
0: So if this deal ends up going through, um, safe travels, sesks, but a guy that I think all of us are hoping uh, a deal gets made done for is Morata. Um, oh, according to various news outlets, Sevilla has inquired for a price about Morata. Um, apparently his agent uh, was out meeting with representatives of Sevilla to discuss a move, whether it's a purchase or a loan. It's not clear at this point. Um, also soon after it was reported that Dortmund and Bayern also expressed interest. So, um, apparently rejected approaches from Dortmund, um, is more keen on returning to Spain or Italy rather than going to the German league. Um, Andreas, I'll let you start off because the past couple ones, uh, Christian and Zach have stolen everything that you wanted to say, <laughs> I'm sure. So, um, we'll let you, uh, start off with this. We'll, we'll, we'll go through this real quick, but, uh, yeah. if there's anything you want to just add.
3: I think that Morata's ready to leave himself after watching his body language and attitude at the Forest game, so I think it's just best to agree as a as two parties that this project didn't pan out and let him go to Sevilla, let him go wherever the heck he wants. I I understand that William and Pedro are healthy again, Giroud is just doing okay as a squad ver- player. We can ride the wave as as the false nine for the rest of the season. And come summer, we can splash big on on a forward that can lead the line for years to come. Uh, It's unfortunate that uh, our biggest, most expensive transfer signing at the time has to be such a little wimp. But it is what it is. Obviously, not everyone can come into the toughest league in the world and succeed. And if you don't have the mentality for it, you're just going to want to. Turn around and go back. I mean, you see players leave the Premier League and find their form again. So it's best for both parties. I hope Murata can find his form elsewhere because it's honestly getting depressing at this point.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I speak for both Christian and I when I say he could fuck off, and I'll I'll actually buy his plane <laughs> ticket. Uh, look, I mean, Come on. It, it, I, it, I I've said multiple times on this show how much I despise his body language and just his mentality in general. This I mean, is this coming
0: is... off a double, too. You guys are saying this it's... after he scored a double.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that's how bad exactly, his body that's language That's exactly is. the problem. I mean, <laughs> if you score for Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, it, it should be a fucking party afterwards. You know what I mean? You should be debating whether or not you want to take your shirt off or your shorts off before you knee slide, as opposed to, oh, am am I going to cry or am am I not going to cry? So, yeah, I mean, look, the the guy's clearly not happy here. He scored two goals for us. Great goals, by the way. Uh, Two really solid finishes, and he didn't celebrate either one. And he didn't even have, you know, the the courtesy of going over there and saying thank you to Calum Hudson Adoy for literally serving him up on a platter. So yeah, he could fuck off. I'm, I, and and if he leaves, great. If he doesn't, it's just gonna be more of the same. So hopefully the club wised up by now. It's it just it's just getting ridiculous at this point.
2: Um, for me, honestly, I've been um, I've been a huge optimist when it came to Morata, but over the last two weeks, I am. Sick and tired of the man. Sick and tired of the man. I want him gone. I absolutely want him gone. Um, any deal where Chelsea can recoup some money off of them, I feel sorry for the team that's getting him because, honestly, they're getting ripped off. They should get this guy for free. I literally don't care if he leaves and he wins the Ballon d'Or every single year. He scores 70, 100, 300 goals a year. I don't fucking care about this guy anymore. I'm tired of him. I'm literally tired of him. Last week, this man hasn't played in two two months. Two months, he hasn't played. Last week, he comes on with the last 10 minutes. You think he will put in 10 minutes of hustle. And the ball is rolling past him. And he's walking. He couldn't care less that the ball is right next to him. Where he could do something. Bro, the man, when you're playing with Morata on the pitch, is like being down a man. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of him. All the money spent to get a striker to secure the line for years to come, gone to shit. Because of this guy's attitude. Crying after fucking goals. Going down. If it is in his back, it's something. You touch him, he gets up like, how could you even touch me? How could you even... I'm Morata. Don't you know who I am? I come from Real Madrid. How could you even (laughs) foul me? Fuck him. Get this guy out of here. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of him. Now, the only thing I will say in his defense... The shit he's been getting from fans of the attacks, the uh the going after his family and stuff like that. I think that's a little bit anything that happens off the pitch, I think is out of bounds. But on the pitch, fuck this guy. Yeah. I hope, you know, his family, everything goes well. I don't wish harm on him or anybody like that. But on the pitch, fuck this guy. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. I thought oh yeah, it's all beautiful. Uh, you switch your number to twenty nine. What kind of shit is that? You're the fucking number nine. I want to stay become a Chelsea legend and get the fuck out of here. I'm tired yeah, of this guy. I, tired I, of I, him.
0: I didn't see a timeline where that happened. Um, but I think we're just gonna la- touch on this last uh, transfer rumor. Uh, Nicolo Barea. He is uh, or Barella. Um, the young uh, center mid, twenty one years old. Is,
1: is, is that your Italian impersonation? Barella, zone?
0: Barella, Barella. From <laughs> Do the hand? Are you doing the I hand? Abso- you have to do the I, hand
1: when you I, say
0: it. I absolutely was doing the mm-hmm. hand, just so you guys know. Um. So sorry. Reportedly, is pushing for him, but at the moment, uh, according to uh, Francesco Poriz- Porzio uh, on his uh, on his Twitter account, he tweeted out that the, the at the moment the club doesn't seem to be down for such an investment. Um, it's a rumored 45 million pound bid, uh, for the young center mid, um, Zach, uh, do you have any thoughts about trying to acquire him or, um, whether the, the, the 45 million pound price range, is that reasonable? If he, if he's as good
1: in real life as he is in FIFA, uh, cause I actually got him up to an 87 overall. So, I mean, in all seriousness though, I mean, here's the thing I've. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've actually sort of detached myself from this rumor completely just because of the price range. I don't think it's realistic to think that Chelsea will splash out another $50 million plus um, in the same window where they just splashed out $58 million, let alone in January. So I think this signing would be really telling if we did make it. I mean, obviously, the kid has a ton of talent. Uh, he's a great passer. He has a good eye for goal. Again, that low center of gravity where he could dribble out of spaces. I actually think, I, I could be mistaken, but I think he gets uh, I think he gets fouled the most in the Serie A. Um, so, I mean, again, he, a class midfielder, but I just don't see us spending this money. And if we do, I would be happy because, one, I think we're getting a quality player, but at the same time, I, I I'd probably be a little bit concerned if we're gonna drop over a hundred million in January. I mean, what does that necessarily say about with the possible know, transfer ban looming? The also? transfer exactly, exactly. So yeah, I mean mm-hmm. that that's where I stand. If we make this move, great. Uh, if not, I, I understand why. the The price tag is pretty steep. Uh, in terms of January, so.
3: Yeah, the it's. I think Cagliari has said that they're not willing to let him leave in January, which is why I'm a little confused with this rumor. Um, I'll take him in the summer, but the issue then is, oh, who's going to take the Sesc I I hope it's... Um, if we're really serious about Varela and we make the bid and it gets accepted and it doesn't come till the summer, I think we have a good replacement in Ampadu. Kovacic can do a, a job at the Jorginho role. I mean, we have the players to kind of make it through the end of the season. I would prefer to have somebody come in immediately since Cesc is leaving, but apparently the kid can play all three midfield positions and that kind of flexibility is hard to come by. So uh, also he's the captain at Cagliari. Like, I don't know how you do that at such a young age. So, I mean, the the kid's got something like an X factor. So yeah, I mean, if we can get him without having to overpay or, or somehow find a way of getting, maybe we give them a player or something and, and bring down the price I, I'm all in for it. But Christian, what do you, how do you feel about this one?
2: Um, honestly, I, I, I personally never even heard of the kid. I don't follow Serie A. I, my turn my, all my attention, all my attention and focus is on the Premier League, um, and the big games. But I reached out to a very good friend of mine who only watches Serie A and his exact words were, he's a a Juventus fan. His exact words were, I'd be fucking pissed if you guys got him because he is an absolute beast. So... I trust my friend's uh, opinion of him because you know he is a football fan. He uh, he only watches Serie A, and everything that I've heard from him uh, about him is promising. So, you know, I think I think I think you got – the transfer band um, is a very real thing, and I think we're gonna know within the next couple of months everything we need to know about what the club thinks about our squad. If they're going to splash the cash and invest on the squad uh, January and in the summer trying to get in as many guys, young guys in before the band, then they believe that the band is coming uh, because they're putting themselves out uh, a ton of money um, to try to be stay competitive. So if the club feels like this guy is worth it and it wasn't they didn't didn't uh, the team that he plays for
3: bring in. Uh, sort of kind of his replacement. Somebody would replace him uh, today? Yeah, they signed a, a guy for 21 mil who mm, is supposed to guy. be a, a box-to-box midfielder essentially to replace him. A, a, a club for a club of
1: Cagliotti's size also is splashing out 21 million. I mean not too shabby on their part. So I, he has to be some sort of long-term replacement. Maybe not immediate but maybe someone that they want to blend in throughout the rest of the season and then eventually make full fledged by the beginning of next season. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think I could...
3: they know he's off in the summer. That's the thing. Like whether it's January or the summer, I think Napoli, uh, obviously we're after him and there's a, at least two other clubs, like bigger clubs who are after Barella. Apparently he's, he's already a starter for the Italian national team. So mm-hmm. like Christian said, I don't know a lot. I just know what I've read from, you know, the re- reliable sources, whether it's, you know, uh joe tweeds or you know those kind of guys who really do look into the youth um the the kids apparently got something and, and italian teams respect him so yeah i think that this guy is definitely a replacement and Cagliari knows that they're not going to be able to hold on to him past the summer christian thank you so much
0: yes. for joining us for our transfer discussion so, we we love the energy that you bring uh, just go ahead and plug I your podcast. I told you he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I got that vibe the second he answered the phone. <laughs> go ahead and plug yes. uh, your podcast and your Twitter, anything you like.
2: All right, guys. So, um, on Twitter, my name is All American CFC. Um, I'm there. All day, every day. And the phone's always in my hand. So <laughs> if you send me a message, you send me a follow, anything, I'm always uh, on on my phone. I'll see it. I'll respond to it. I'll get to you. Uh, and if you like the energy that I bring and my perspective, I also host a uh, podcast called The All-American Chelsea Podcast that can be found on all major podcasting platforms. So the hub is Twitter. Find me on Twitter. And you'll be able to be uh, directed to wherever you need to go uh, if you like what you hear um, through Twitter.
0: And he keeps that same energy over the tweets too. Keeps that same energy everywhere he goes.
1: <laughs> it's very true. I try. I try. I try. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, well, we appreciate it, and uh, hopefully, we can uh, do this again sometime soon.
2: I absolutely. I, um, you know, it's pleasures all mine. Uh, thank you guys so much. You guys started ahead of me. You're the OGs, so I look up to you and and, 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 wow. and the, you know, and Come the. On, man. Uh, Come on. And, and, you know, no, no, but you it's look all, up to it,
0: us, you got some low standards, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys have been doing the damn thing longer than I have, so you're doing it. You must be doing something right. So whatever I can learn from you and, you know, you guys, you know, I'm all for it, man. Thanks, buddy. All right, brothers. I'll talk to you guys soon. Later. See you. Thanks, Christian. Later, later.